I'll get started with my um my Baca yard. Yo, this guy, yo. <clears throat> you know I fucks with it. I done had my sorrow. <laughs> Mike, Mike. Yeah, that's sorrow hitting though, huh? Yes. Sure, you smell the rum and that. Yeah. Oh, I've never Mike, did that. Mike, really? That sound that's, better. That's a ting. That sound way that's better. That's a ting. Fire. Mike, check. Okay. Now. Now I can. <clears throat> now we got it. We got it going. Well, Clear damn. Clear to the motherfucker. Hey, and, and we back. You better call time. We don't need it. <laughs> Erica in the house, y'all. Come, come on. I can't hear you, bro. Tell him come on. Help you get your shit. Come on. I, I don't want to do it. You need it's, to call time. You'll be fine, bro. Word. But you can't use my phone. She said no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I tried. I can't sing for shit. Every time. <laughs> and this is back in the days with no cell phones. So you better call Tyrone, but you can't use my phone. So whose phone? How, whose house phone were you going to use? Right. You would have to go down. You would have to went up the street and start knocking on doors and shit. There's a TikTok yeah. and it said, it said, um... Erica Badu had to go in her purse to pay your way. And <laughs> your cousin's way. And, and and sometimes your homeboy's way. <laughs> Not the Z. Don't sit right with me. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. If that's how they was doing in the nineties, that's nasty work. Everybody? She Access said. shorty to pay for you is one thing, but everybody pay your way. The whole possible. and the homie and your homeboy's way, and sometimes now your cousin's, your cousin's way. way. I ain't gonna lie, unless Erica, not even your sibling. That's, that sounds like way. sugar mama activities. To be honest, mm-hmm. that's crazy. And when she asked him for some cash, he turned he, around he and turned. asked her for some ass. Ho ho la Oh, man. Let's go ahead and Classic. get the episode started, man. I'm going to start it off with a clip like we've been doing. Let's get to it. Africans, we love hip-hop music. But did you guys know? But because of American hip-hop, the N-word means something totally different in Africa. Because every time you watch it, you know, they're always making it rain. They have gold chains, gold teeth. They have nice houses, nice cars. They're bitches shaking their asses in these music videos. Watching this as a boy from the village, I'm like, when I grow up, I want to go to America and become a (laughs) (laughs) That was my dream, guys. Then I came to America, I found out I was already a (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where are my bitches? Where are my bitches? Because of your hip hop, the N word is not a racial slur in Africa. It's not. It's a lifestyle. Like when I was in my village, if, if a white person called me a nigger, I would look him straight in his eye and I'll be like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I got 99 problems too. <laughs> and being a nigger one. <laughs> Shit. Made that music. 
Mike check one two one two. Forty five. If I died today, remember me like John Lennon. Buried in Louis, I'm talking all brown linen. Make all of my bitches tattoo my logo on their titty. Put a statue of a nigga in the middle of the city. Load up the jumpers like it's December thirty first. Roll up and cock it and hit them niggas where it hurts. Hey, call on my partner and help them dragons give them thirty. I told them I got them. Mike check. Mike check. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of Reggie Days Radio. Today I'm joined by my right hand man, Shane Madrid. And we are also joined by Chef. And we are also joined by Cass. And we have a special guest today. Go ahead and let the people know who you are. It's Sorak Obama, aka Siwa Obama, a Creole Paskim Deuce. Let's get it. Yeah. Black card for the niggas, minute she knows that the bar, I'm not a star. I'm not a star. <laughs> I had to start it off with a little Teflon done. I can't believe it's weird. We got to the point where at first when Donald Trump first got uh, elected, right? I didn't believe that it felt like the world first stepped into the simulation. Like, that's when I first was like, there's no fucking way that this is real life. And then we lived through it for four whole fucking years, right? And we watched this nigga do the craziest shit known to man. Like, we've seen this mm-hmm. nigga bounce. We've seen this guy threaten people. We've seen this dude coerce people. We've seen this dude... Talk about grabbing pussy We've seen this dude do every bad thing possible But the <laughs> fact that they actually Charged the nigga with something Still baffles me Because in my mind that nigga Teflon Yeah I'm shocked he's actually about to potentially do a bit I never thought I would have seen the president Let alone the, <laughs> the, the white one Get that first That part. You know what I'm saying still Hold your breath because we, we don't know yet We don't I. So what do y'all Okay if y'all had to bet Who you betting on You betting on the the government taking him down because clearly both both parties want this nigga out. They want this nigga out of play at this point. See, it gets tricky the, when you say parties. I get you're talking about political parties, but Correct. I think it could be bigger than a political party thing. I mean, I feel like most of the people who stand to gain things from him being out of place <laughs> are some of the most powerful people like in this country. So that's why this is very interesting Where it's like Seeing somebody like him have to run Is fucking funny to me Yeah this is Cause usually he's on the side of like the big power Where is he running to? Is is he in Florida? Cause he'll be safe in Florida Shit, Shit he, wouldn't well, be, he wouldn't even be safe here Well DeSantis is man so he, trying to, <clears throat> he trying to take up for him and Des- everything DeSantis is as much of his man's as Rico was a boogie's man And paid him for <laughs> <laughs> I hear you That's a good one too that's a good one. <laughs> hey, yeah. Huh? Bugatti boys. You know what it is. Breathe, bitch. Breathe. Yeah. 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 Hello, good morning. Tell me what the lick read. My cup 
rap better than most rappers. Here's the rose toast to those rappers. This song is severely underrated. I like never hear this get played. I got big tips for the waitress. Bitch, I got very little patience. All the bitches dipping by the collar. You may want to get a different auto. Deep down your main chick even want to come. Everybody know my name. I'm number one. I'm number one. Big shouts out to all the people out there listening on their way to work, all the people out there listening on their way to their job. You know, we just do this for you. Come on. Hopefully that nigga do a long ass bid, but I don't see it happening. I personally would <laughs> bet that uh, he he finds a way to slide out of this. Yeah, I mean he's still running, ain't he? He's trying to. That's the thing. A lot of this shit is new. Like we've never, there's never been a precedence where you had to put certain rules in place where there's like, okay, you can't run for president if you got a felony, or you can't run for president if you. Are in the midst of a trial Like Yeah Smells like a gimmick Like a lot of this shit I mean who would think To write a law like that though Cause that's another thing Majority of laws Like you gotta have the scenario At least in mind For you to think To put that on paper Like Can you run for president While you Await in trial Right I don't We don't know <laughs> You we're see gonna, what I'm We gonna like You know what's gonna happen We gonna fuck around And find out Yeah <laughs> Yeah, literally, like me and uh, Sheen were talking about this before before the pod. I was like, "Yo, this is some shit that somebody going to law school is gonna have to study years from now and be like, like we're day by day we keep coming across shit where people are gonna go to textbooks and be like, so you was around that year when that bullshit happened, <laughs> right? It's gonna be shows about this shit. I like I like how now people have uh, been calling the nineteen the nineties the the nineteen hundreds. Oh yeah, but yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> the nineteen hundreds and, and fuck you all. Okay, <laughs> we were born in the late nineteen hundreds, <laughs> but but it's funny. It is funny. That is nuts. <laughs> all right. So speaking of funny, uh, we're recording this on April Fool's Day. God damn. So I had to. I made sure I you know. To avoid writing about any bullshit or like reporting on any topics that aren't real or anything like that, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna avoid the timeline today because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get caught up. Can you imagine? Like, we record a pod today, we talk about a whole bunch of shit going down, like topics, and we find out like most of them was pranks. I ain't got the time. Yeah, I don't have the time. So we're today we're gonna dive headfirst into the listener letters within a few. But um, as of right now, I just wanted to kind of shoot the shit with y'all and see how y'all feel. I'm not a prank person. Like, I don't have the, the temperament for it. I just, I've never found shit like that funny. Uh, yeah, I'll second that. I definitely, I, I agree with that. I don't do the pranks. I got all the homies that do the pranks. Actually, 
I'm capping. I don't mind. I used to scare people and stuff like that. But like April Fool stuff, playing with people while they sleep. Um, you know, baby powder shit. I, I like all types, all that playing while you sleep. Toothpaste. <laughs> I've seen stuff and yeah, people, yeah, people try to, they, they know I sleep hard. You feel me? So, but they know I, I don't play like that though. Now either. that I you think about me? it, that is big cap coming you from me? you. Cause you, you, you one of them people who take shit too far. <laughs> I fuck with people in a sarcastic that type of way. I don't do no other shit. You know what I'm saying? I might mind fuck you and play with you like that. Pause. But you, I ain't doing that. So two months ago, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and and it's funny because everyone in this room was there. Uh-oh. <laughs> we went to a party. It was a '90s party, what and happened? everybody had a great time. You know, good music. Uh oh. Drinks. Everybody was enjoying themselves. We get done with the party and we go outside. At first, Sheem's the only person inside, so we're like, okay, so are we going to leave? Are we going to not? We're having that conversation of, is it time to leave now or is it not time to leave now? Then, Chef is like, you know what? I'm going to go get him. Chef volunteers to walk back into the party and go get Sheem. Chef starts walking. He bumps into Cass. Cass is like, nah, it's good. I already know where he's at. So, Cass goes. Now, me, Chef, and Ciroc are outside waiting. This nigga comes out. It's what, one o'clock? Between one and two o'clock. Yeah. Setting the tone. We're in a, a neighborhood. It's like um one of those longer developments. Um The jungles. Um like deep in the suburbs where like most of the houses look alike type shit or whatever. We're in one of those types of spots. Mm-hmm. We're standing outside of a crib. It is between one and two o'clock in the morning. Pitch black outside. Motherfuckers is walking to the car. Majority of the people at that party, it was more women than men. A lot of the women were on their way out um, early. You could tell motherfuckers was trying to beat traffic or whatever, so they're walking. <clears throat> this grown-ass 30-year-old nigga decides to start making loud-ass noises while women are trying to walk to their cars at 1 o'clock in the morning. I did what? <laughs> oh, I was fucking... Yeah, you were screaming, bro. Screaming loud as fuck, making random noises to startle motherfuckers while they leaving the party. And it's funny because he finds this shit hilarious. Yo, when I tell you he'll do it, and then the people are looking back and being like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Now, painting an even better picture of the party. Painting an even better picture of the party. One, nobody can't tote no pistols. One, nobody mean mugging. This wasn't the party with, like, everybody was, for the most part, I'll say 25 to 27 and up. Older oh, folks shit. And a ton of the people there Was like in their late 30s Early 40s Some people probably Was in their 50s In that bitch So <laughs> Just setting the tone Of what One I jackass At I'm 1 o'clock in the morning Scaring the shit Out of women On their way to the cars Look like I, I really I really forgot about that But you reminded me I have some kind of Memory of that But Man that remember? That punch was crazy You know what I'm saying <laughs> Nobody got hit. I'm talking about I was smacked by that drink. That drink was drinking, boy. <laughs> sorry, people, that I scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, I said, she ain't going to fuck around and make us lose an endorsement. <laughs> it ain't like that, people. He would be the one, though. If there was somebody to make See, us lose. It would not. Fuck what they talking about. Holla at us. Hit the email. We got you. Dog, that shit was so wild. Nigga, we looked at each other. It was funny because everybody looked at each other and was like, what the fuck? I used to. All right, I did that with like a Jason mask back in the day. So I guess you I, did that I had last a, I, month at the I, basketball I, game. What you mean? What? 
<laughs> when we were leaving the basketball game last month. No, I did not. Yo, I walked away so quick, man. <laughs> oh, I do remember this, too. Okay. I'm going to shut up now. I just got to shut up. Nah, you supposed to go with the lie. No, I ain't never did that. <laughs> I, they got me too many times. They, <laughs> they, got got me, they, they got me too many times. I had it one time. They got me too many times. How about the rest of y'all? How do y'all feel about pranks, April Fools, all of that? Everybody's pregnant today, and I'm just going to ignore it. I'm about to ignore this, the social media because every everybody's pregnant, and y'all not pregnant for real. And I I wish pregnancy on everybody who's <laughs> fake pregnant today. Twins mm-hmm. and up. I always hated that you log on to Facebook and motherfuckers is announcing pregnancies or announcing that they getting married or announcing. How is that funny? That's, that's, and, and it's so overdone and they do it like every year every work. year that's what makes bro. it not funny like it's gotta be how I do feel about pranks I guess cause I fuck with people now you, like be creative in this some kind of way now. yeah I, I had I, I gotta own up to my shit okay so yeah, be they, creative if you're gonna do like a whole like prank like that like with the pregnancy like just, just doing the same do repost something else. Do, do something else Agreed, agreed. I just that. my thing is I don't trust people, and I know people do the wrong things at the wrong time, and people take shit the wrong way. So agreed. it's like I'd rather just make it known that just don't come around me with that shit <laughs> than to trust. Okay, let's say hypothetically, oh yeah, I might be cool with some pranks or whatever, and a nigga do some shit that costs you your job. Nigga do some shit that costs yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Now you fighting in the middle of the street, confused as to how you got in this situation. There should yeah. be All an types age, of- uh, age limit to, to April Fools because it's it's not for us. Okay. <laughs> I mean, grown niggas are still out here trick or treating. <laughs> nah, they tricking. Well, they they tricking and treating. They getting treats. That's the problem. That's the problem. We we sh- we're too old to be doing April Fools nonsense. Yeah, yeah. April Fool pranks is cheesy as in a doing joke. an April Fools prank to somebody's job, to somebody's car, to somebody's home. People got kids. People got life. Like life is already hard enough. The last thing I need. Can you imagine a prank costing you your job or a prank costing you like your freedom? Like police already wilding. Right. Oh, somebody pranked you. Now you're in the middle of the street scrapping. That's the, that's the first place my mind goes. <laughs> and I'm like mad as shit because I'm... Yeah, bro, when you pass a certain age, fighting is not what fighting used to be, bro. Your tank be on E pretty goddamn quick. <laughs> After that two-piece, we <laughs> bear hugging. Yo. And if you have friends that take uh, April Fool's a little bit too seriously, then, then you can't even believe the, the police is a real police. Are you that the part. real police Are you the now? real police? Right. Yo, I've seen too many of those on sitcoms where motherfuckers like think like they think it's stripper police or some shit like yeah, that, and then that, now you're in jail. Now you're in jail mm-hmm. for for sexually harassing a cop. And right, it's over on April first. People about to be stealing from Walmart all day today, y'all. That shit. That's not an April Fool's joke. That's just. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to throw that. In. <laughs> that's that like, ain't, that, yeah, that's not was, a joke. I was gonna steal this. I'm sorry, April Fools. I really wasn't gonna steal this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they gonna laugh at you and be like, "All right, hold here. Oh, yeah. just, just wait right here." Uh, boop boop. Yeah, you're not going to jail. <laughs> April Fool. April Fool. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to jail. <laughs> oh man! And for those who've been locked up before, you already know. Never get locked up on Friday because you ain't gonna over. see the judge till Monday. Mm-hmm. Get comfortable. <laughs> Go ahead, get comfortable, dog. You doing at least two days in the bing. That shit is over with. I would hate having a birthday on April Fools. Yeah, because nobody believe you. My goddaughter's uh, 
birthdays on April 1st. Yeah, I know yeah. somebody with the same Niggas birthday. opening boxes thinking they get a PS5. They looking at that shit. It's got bricks. <laughs> you be tight. Or imagine just trying to tell somebody it's your birthday. They're like, oh, you're not going to get me. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. April Fool's Day. Fuck you. That's messed up. Oh, shit. All right. So speaking of uh, spending a few nights in the Bing, Jonathan Majors. Now. Bro. Oh, uh, shit. Um, how do I approach this? Is it so, over? We don't know. We still don't know anything, and that's the wildest part. I like, no matter what publication I read, none of them match each other. Now, what we do know <laughs> is that it happened, as in an incident happened with him and his um girlfriend, girlfriend, woman he's dating, whatever they want to title it or whatever. He and her. Had an altercation. He called the police. His white girlfriend. His oh, excuse me. His his white girlfriend. His white queen. <laughs> his snow bunny. No, I was gonna say snow queen. Milk of magnesia. <laughs> <laughs> he calls the cops. Cops pull up. He goes to jail. From that point on, that's where all the, the the everything else is just different depending on where you reach. Some places you read that it started off in the taxi, then led into wherever they was going. Some places don't mention the taxi. Some places say that there's a video. Some don't mention a video. Um, the one another thing that all of them have in common is they all say that there are three witnesses. Um, which makes sense if they were in a taxi. Because that would be one of the witnesses. And I'm assuming if you're in a taxi, you're in a crowded place, there's going to be at least, there's going to be people outside, like somebody. That's already foggy because is it a taxi or Uber that he was in? I mean, it's obviously like they the same thing. But I mean, I was about to say. No, literally, like, I don't know. I think there's still cabs in the city. You feel me? Oh, you're talking about like a yellow cab. It might not be. But then there are some taxis that aren't yellow cabs. So it really don't. It depends. And there's. I don't know, bro. That's all I was asking. We really don't know. Like uh, we we don't I heard, know. I heard she had passed out after the incident, so or, or he called the cops because she had passed out in the car. So if that's the case, then there would only be one witness. So now I'm now I'm confused too. Ooh, if right. she passed out one. in the car, then yeah, it would only be. Well, here's the thing: we don't know if there weren't people already where they were at. Because if they pulled over, if they're pulled over. We don't know what city they were in. That's another thing. I don't know what city this happened. Were they in. fighting before they got in the car? Right. All these like, are details like, we don't know. Like, because that's what I would think. Like, was somebody a witness, to, or was somebody a witness to them arguing at least at the spot? Or I'll say this: looking at their energy, and it was off. It's know. not hard to believe that there would be other witnesses if they were pulled over in a busy city. A and then B when you add in the fact that Jonathan Majors just this was like the weekend after right him being in one of the biggest opening like yeah two weekends of two of them back right. to back so I could see somebody walking down the street and be like hey is that a motherfucker from and then yeah people just stopping I could see that you got to figure out which Kang it is right that's a good one. Ooh shit! That's a that's a it was one. a variant that whooped the ass and then now he's fall, he's taking the fall yeah, for yeah. it yeah. And that's why she shot them text messages. You got to stay woke. It was the variant. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'm not coming in here with, you know, any kind of crazy hot take. I just I'm just saying that I don't know. But what I want to address is that none of you niggas know either. 
and I just want to be that one, like that voice to remind everybody that we don't need to have an opinion on everything, guys. We don't know. This is one of those great reminders of maybe we can shut the fuck up together. Right. <laughs> I think Jonathan Majors would appreciate y'all shutting what is called the fuck up too. I'm, I'm pretty sure the victim, whoever her the victim too. is, whether the victim is her or if she lied, the victim would be him. Or the victim could be the taxi cab nigga who didn't want nothing to do with none of this. Whoever it is, I'm pretty sure everybody would love it if everybody just shut the fuck up. It's a hot take or a hot story due to him, you know, just coming out with that movie and, you know, clear he about to blossom into these other roles, hopefully. But it's that have- and the Derrick Jackson effect. Women are women uh-uh. are. Oh <laughs> uh, man! No, nah, it's true. W- women are are a little frazzled, bro. Think about it. They were just taken up for this nigga two weeks ago, and then now it comes out that he might be whoop ass McGee. Like this is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is Derek Jackson again in their mind. They're like, oh no, not again, because there's this thing. As men, we make this joke, right? As men, we always make fun of the guys that women champion. Because usually when women champion a nigga too much, like, it's kind of like that thing where if if a strange woman calls you a real nigga too many times, you know you're doing something dumb. Just like, like women know if a nigga you don't know call you a good woman too many times, you might be a dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Like, nine times out of ten, a good example. I got a homie who is mad generous, but he's generous because he he's like blows his money on other people. He's just one of those people. He's had money his whole life. He's super generous. His standards for how he holds himself and carries himself are not standards by which he believes society should carry themselves because he's not a dumbass. Right. He understands that he's in the top point something percent as far as wealth wise. So like. A conversation that people would have, um, you know, your girl goes out. Are you going to pay for her and her homegirls to have lunch for him? That means nothing. Like literally him swiping that card. That shit don't do nothing to him. So he's like, yeah, I do that all the time. And you got women like, that's right. You a king. You a real nigga. (laughs) No, you're vulnerable. That's what she's saying. You're vulnerable and you're stupid. Or if you're a woman and you're like. I don't even care whether he my man or not. We could just be talking whatever. I cook for every nigga. Any nigga that I'm kicking it with, da da da. I'm always cooking this and that. That's right, cause you a real queen. <laughs> Some nigga jump in your comments I don't and say like that. that. Cause I cook for anybody. <laughs> but you know, if, if if a nigga jump in and start being like, that's right, cause you a queen. You you gonna look at him and be like, oh, this nigga think I'm, this nigga think I'm stupid. He want more than that mix, right? The oh, rice. Oh, okay. I would have to fuck it up and be like, I ain't cooking for your ass though. <laughs> <laughs> See, throw that in there, please. That's the thing. Yeah, I think this is just that Derek Jackson effect of women being like, "We put a lot behind this nigga. How dare you?" Yeah, this this that guy right now. I don't, I don't see where the women were championing Jonathan. I thought niggas was championing Jonathan. No, well, by no. niggas, black people. People, no, black people I mean, in general loved I his mean, acting. After after Creed came out, I guess because you know he's buff and stuff, so women were were like you know like just like um what's his name the one that he does Michael. it with Michael B. Michael B. Yeah, well, just no, not because that. he's fit, but I've never seen women championing him as like the character, like his that character, guy. like that or guy. nothing. Because gotcha. I never really heard him talk. I didn't even know about him until Quantumania. 
And I don't, and women probably don't know unless their boyfriend or something is going to bring them to Creed or, or unless they're into that, or the Lovecraft. Creed stuff. Well, what I'll say that, I'll say this, a lot of, oh. a lot of black women love Lovecraft Country. And then um, I saw Vogue magazine, yeah, GQ magazine, like when he started doing those magazine covers and doing the interviews with like to correspond with those uh, uh, magazine covers. That's when I started it's, seeing them talk about, oh, this guy, this is healthy masculinity. He, um, there were a lot of men who was because remember, he did that um, picture that was the, the with the pink jacket. That was the anime. Flamingo thing. Yeah. Don Flamingo. The, he was doing the anime shout out. And it was it was a hard picture to those who understood anime. But to those who didn't, there were men who was like, oh, you know, he's letting he's letting the industry emasculate him. This and that. It was a lot of hoteps that were coming yeah. out and being like, oh, they're trying to emasculate him. Look, look, look. Yeah. There were a lot of women, though. Because when he was asked questions about the reactions to the pictures, his reaction was, well, I don't think clothes dictate my manhood. I don't let, you know, certain things dictate how I feel about masculinity. When he started speaking about masculinity comes in a spectrum, you know, some people might be a little tougher. I don't see myself as a tough guy. I see myself as just a person. I have feelings. I'm this and that. There were a lot of women that were championing him and there were a lot of arguments going on between a lot of men who felt like he was part of the quote unquote agenda and a lot of women who felt like he was pushing more of a positive message. That's why, like when that story came out two weeks after that, because <clears throat> roughly that uh, picture going viral and all of that wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. To me, that's where the hard pivot comes in. Because I've seen people even repost those interviews and they were like, you know, he really had us fooled and this and that. Like, because he talked about even um, he took shots at Joe Budden because Joe Budden was calling him out and saying certain things or whatever. And he was like, well, you know, some people feel like they need to yell to be heard. And he was like, you know, I don't know much of him and I don't know much of his career, but I feel like the fact that I don't know much of him or much of his career might be what's eating at him. <laughs> And he's like saying little like slick shit like that, being mad smooth or whatever. There were a lot of women championing that and him showing that softer side. Got it. So the women champion, bro. So they conflicted right now because, you know, it looked like he might. I hear that he might even have had a history of it or something. And like that's that. where that's where it got interesting, because right after the news came out, there were two um, there were two producers that made tweets a long time ago like really old tweets they they retweeted their own tweet pretty much um saying that they feel like he's an abusive person they feel like he's a dark person or whatever like he's uh somebody who they feel like is um has a temper i think when it comes to those kind of conversations and it's funny too because the moment that he got released and the moment that um, certain other details started coming out, those two producers started like deleting their tweets. They started locking their pages. They started doing certain things. And then somebody went as far as like looking through because, you know, IMDb has everything public. They're like, yo, these dudes never worked on any project that this nigga was on. And then so they traced uh, it back and they were like, oh, these are people who went to college with him. And they were like at the time in college or whatever there was issues within the drama department and this and that. And it seems like there was like personal beef that happened between him and those people or whatever. So like they tried to maybe 
sabotage him or some shit like that. I don't they even think. They tried to strike while the iron was hot. Strike while that's, the iron was hot. They wanted to kick his back in. They same, saw him. They saw him on shit? one knee. They wanted to run up on him and, and kick him, kick his back in. Same shit. That sucker shit, now, though. Now, I'll say this. Man, I don't know, man. If my if my ops is under under fire. Yeah, Soraka is number one kick, kick their know, back in. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know how bad you got to really, like, have a disdain for somebody, which, hey, they may have their reason for that, but... That take a that take a lot of energy to even do that. I, but, but so I got the energy though. If that's my one, thing. I know she do. One, but what what <laughs> if you're just minding your own business and and the the iron just happened to be hot? <laughs> if it, it don't take no energy, it don't take no energy. If it's already there, all I gotta it, do is add fuel to the fire <laughs> that's already happening. I, I feel you. You I feel could, me? That I, doesn't take any energy from me to to add to it. It's already there. It's not like I started it. Respect. But I would like to be a part of it. <laughs> I got you. That's that's less energy. It's, it's just, oh, it's there. Fuck it. Boom. Exactly. Yeah, kick that back you. right I on I got it. you. Oh, shit. They getting packed out already? This ain't going to do nothing. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and get your kick while you're on the yeah, floor. Yeah, get your yeah. lick. <laughs> I think when it comes to um, the dynamic of black people inside of white spaces. Oh, shit. And especially black people inside of white spaces that are like entertainment based. One thing that I'm very wary of, and this might sound mad messed up. Somebody will probably clip this one day and I got to eat it later. You'll be honest. But we ain't racist. I've seen. <laughs> no, nah, nah, this is not even. say somebody who say that we, uh, they, we not racist is racist. <laughs> well, yeah, I was about to say. He didn't count how many white friends he got. Now, if he said. No, like, that's nuts. I got, I've had five white friends in college. Racist, you racist. Yeah, I was going to say, what, I, what I'm about to say, I don't think the racial issue is the problem. Right. I think the issue is being a minority in general in, in a predominantly white space, but more so being a minority in a predominantly white space that is also a predominantly fluid space. When you're dealing with, like, I don't know if you guys have ever done plays or done, like, community theater and stuff like that. There's a certain dynamic of people that you got to deal with. And a lot of them niggas are fucking Looney Tunes, bro. Like when you really, really? if you know, I, if you know theater people, there's a lot of the most lioness ass, delusional, coke crazy cocaine, coke, bro. Really? Coke is the least really? of your worries. Coke shout, just keep them up. Shout out Miss Spears at uh, South Broward High School. Right. <laughs> Ooh, sheesh. But like when you look at. That crowd of people, you'll run into a lot of people, men and women, who are dramafied. Like they're in the drama club for a reason. There's a reason why they can tap into certain things and perform in certain ways or whatever. That type of environment breeds a certain type of dysfunction. Now, what becomes an issue is when you're black and you add in that layer of being black, being heterosexual, carrying yourself a certain way. And not being with the shits in certain ways, you rub people the wrong way. I, I hear what you're saying now. So I there's gonna be certain types of times where I've dealt with this before, where I've been called. They they're like, oh, he doesn't work well with others. He's difficult. He got an attitude. He's this and that. But it's like you put people in positions where they have to conform to what's happening in the room and you refuse to conform to them. So me being somebody who let's say I don't like being touched or I don't like certain things around me or whatever. Let's say a dude come up to me being mad, weird, mad, touchy, uh, costume designer. 
I had this happen before. I'm working at FSU. I'm uh, uh, working as part of the prop department or whatever. I had a homie who um, fell ill right before a show that we had. I knew his part. Now, it was a background part. All I had to do was help with, like, moving set pieces and stuff like that. It was one of those things where the stage had moving set pieces. So you need people dressed in all black who can move them around. But sometimes they had to put, like... Let's say they'll glue like um, leaves on you or like gotcha. random like yeah, yeah put certain things so that you match in the background so they can't see you until you, you move. Like this nigga like Will Smith in the Sunflower episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good That's one. That's hilarious. But even worse, to be honest, I can see Reggie. You know what's funny? Since- <laughs> it's worse than that. At least Will's costume makes sense. What's worse about it is people will look at you and not know what's going on because you'll just see. Imagine like he got branches and trees on his left arm. And then he got rocks on his leg, on his right <laughs> leg. And that's it. The whole rest is just all black. So it was like stuff like that. And I remember getting fitted, getting fitted for my thing or whatever. There's a dude measuring. There's a dude that was tape measuring. And the motherfucker was getting mad handsy, bro. Oh, hell no. So the nigga with the tape measure is like moving the tape measure around. He's like, hold still. And, <laughs> and so like. I looked at him and I, I looked at him and it was like, I forgot because, you know, you code switch when you're in school. So I'm at FSU. I'm doing what I got to do. I'm one of only three black people in uh, FSU film. I got to talk a certain way. I got to move a certain way. Nigga did that shit. I was like, hey, man, what the fuck wrong with you? He had All to measure, of a sudden. He had to measure your dick for the costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was trying to check you out, fam. All I, look, I looked at the nigga. I was like, yo, man, what the fuck's wrong with you? I say that quick second. All of a sudden, everybody looked, heads just whipping around. Everybody now looked at me. Bro, I instantly, I became the nigga of the room. Yeah, that's some that's some scary shit. But I didn't know behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying, that that's what, like, theater people. I know they geared different, but I haven't, like, spent time around people that aren't, like, that are geared like that in a weird way. You talking about where, like, shit is, like, looks off with how they act in, in real life, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even like it's even thinner than that, bro. Like you could go to a certain party and because you won't try like certain foods or the cheese or something, people gonna look at you a different way. Like, well that's true. Different. That's you know what I'm saying? That's like, true. It's, that's it's, that's it's, definitely it's, true. It's, it's that's true. Space. That's true. But that's one of the things that I always keep in mind whenever those those stories come out of people it's like, oh this not this nigga not even from the workspace. This is this and that. This is some dude from the theater group from when he was in college, this and that, and their their words are never. If their words to describe why you're a bad person are not crimes, I always remember that. That's something that sticks out to me. Because if they come out and they be like, "He beat his ex girlfriend," oh, that's different. If they come out and say he put hands on people, he did X, Y, and Z, that's different. If they come out and be like, you know, he was a really mean guy. <laughs> Is it a crime to be mean? Like, let's say, let's say he's just not likable, <laughs> right? Do I have to be likable? No, because no. I don't hear. It's we can we can look through so many actors and actresses that have histories of they're a piece of shit, they're angry. They look at Je- Jennifer Lopez has had an entire career of being one of the worst people to either work with, serve, whatever. Everybody that comes across her has a bad story. She's flourishing. She's perfectly fine. You got niggas like Tom Cruise, fucking psychotic. You Mel got Gibson. Uh, the Be Mel bugging. Gibson. You got the, the the goat, John Travolta. John Travolta is a fucking I, psycho, bro. 
Yeah. You know who else? I didn't even real. I didn't know until recently. Steven Seagal really be with, like hitting people like for real. Like, I was gonna say Steven Seagal. I've heard that he um during his movies. Instead of sticking with the fight uh, choreo, he's you you know he started gaining weight. He started getting fat and lazy mm. and weird later on in the movies. Well, this is the type of nigga who, if he forget the fight choreo, he'll just go to whooping their ass for real in the scene. Yeah, yeah, and, that's crazy. Sorak <laughs> is dying. Cause like you you could just improv like that. You like I forgot the shit. <laughs> And then you just imagine him just stomping bitches in because, <laughs> <laughs> because he don't remember. Cut, cut. He just cut. over there whooping him. <laughs> cut. No. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Imagine the producers is, is trying try to drag him off of people. I ain't gonna lie, some of this shit is gold, but we gotta clean this up. <laughs> like, I always, I don't know, when, when we're talking about legal stuff and somebody come in and start bringing personal shit in, I always catch it. I see it for what it is. Because they'll be like, yeah, this nigga's accused of being, you know, violent or putting hands on somebody. They're like, yeah, you know, he was always a narcissist. <laughs> You know one thing, Reggie never gonna catch another sunfall roll ever. <laughs> it's over for that. <laughs> nah, man, fuck that. But like, I had to learn because that was part of. First of all, you had to you had to get that as part of getting your degree. But also, that was part of me uh, taking the class for theater staging because I had to learn how to like put up and take down stages, how to like build backgrounds and stuff like that. That was really important. Mm. But when when I learned just that theater culture of just being around those people and realizing that these niggas are not okay these are not okay people like i have a homie who's an actor um i ain't gonna share his name but he told me when the jesse smollett news came around he was talking about he was like yo if y'all really knew like he was like if the average person really knew the mentality of most people who are actually talented actors and what it takes what type of person you got to be to be able to do that shit the right way you would understand that most of these people are not good people most of these people are not okay they're not really screwed on right like there's a really thin veil between them going to work and them really like just being a fucking liar like it's it's hard to walk that line and he talked about it he was like you know a lot of these places especially um when they get signed to like uh they get signed to these um major companies that are their management or are the people that like lead their careers and stuff like that the conversation they always have with them is we need you to go to therapy we need you to go to therapy and stay in therapy please because the ones that don't are not okay niggas like edward norton I don't know if y'all remember who Edward Norton is. He played the Hulk. He was uh yes. he was also yeah. the yeah. he played the Hulk before Mark Ruffalo. So Correct. the first guy that played the Hulk. He was also the villain on Italian Job. Um he's one of those people who's like a method actor. You hear the rumors about what happened with um Jared Leto a whole bunch of different times or right, what right. happened to Heath Ledger when he played the Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean I can I can see like you playing a you you playing a role so good and then like you actually start to believe like that's who you are and you start acting like that in real life that's like crazy there's people that lose themselves in character there's people that literally have to go to therapy at the end of each season of a show to separate themselves from the character that they're playing 
Joseph Sikora. He talked about that with power. He said, you know, he doesn't he doesn't believe like he lost himself. But he said at one point he had a conversation with his wife where like he made a joke in the house or whatever. and His wife was like, no, like we're not going to do th- like this. We're not doing that. <laughs> and he had to realize, oh, shit, I'm being Tommy at home. <laughs> Get that Tommy shit the fuck out of here. <laughs> Tommy shit. When you show up in this house, you Joseph. That nigga turned down real quick after that. Didn't he play? Um, he played a, a pregnant woman. Did, yeah, did a pregnant ever, trans did, woman. Did, did he ever no. bring the pre- pregnant trans woman? <laughs> I don't know. That was a, a one episode though. That was a one shot episode of uh, Law and Order. Uh, that was Law and Order. But yeah, like I hear that all the time with a lot of actors. Hey, we gonna need you to play a trans pregnant woman. That was. No, I, I'm just saying, how do you get that role? Like, I need you to play a, a pregnant trans woman. Like, but when it comes to Law and Order, you see people just be anything, dog. Niggas be a cult leader, and then two episodes later, that nigga selling ice cream. Like, it's then a Muslim. Hey, we gonna need you to be a sunflower. So we are gonna need you to just put on these thorns, <laughs> these vines, and these rocks, my nigga. <laughs> Oh shit But hey We about to jump uh, Right on into Our first little break And then Right on to the listener letters Reggie Days Radio Let's get it Mic check One two One two Coming right back at you From a break Let's get it Shouts out to everybody out there who are teachers, the truck drivers, the sanitation engineers. It don't matter what you're doing. Everybody go ahead and sing along. Kick your feet up and do not move. Don't let go. Come on, come on. I'm gonna need y'all to sing right now. Let's get it. to be that guy but uh, ladies if you ever find yourself in a position where you got to ask the question of don't you want to be more than friends probably he don't but you know shoot your shot anyway why not again Lego. Soul shaking, oh, 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 love making, heart 
yeah. Reggie Days Radio. That was in vogue with Don't Let Go. Definitely one of those one of those records, man. You can't help but sing along. Smooth. If I could sing like that, couldn't nobody tell me shit. So, first listener letter. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's see. Um, da, 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 da. Gender, gender, gender. Who is this? Oh, she named herself. Okay. So, Peach. Shout out to Peach. Dear Reggie Days Radio, first off, I just got to let y'all know that I love your shows. A lot of O's. A lot of O's. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all are so funny, and I'm glad you added Cass. Even though she's new, y'all sound like y'all been doing this forever. Has she done radio before? Cass, you can answer for yourself. Nah, that's the first time for me. Well, I appreciate you. All right, so let's see. How long is this? Oh, this one ain't long. Okay, straight to the point. As a woman, I'm curious, why can't... Oh, Okay, here's where we're going. As a woman, I'm curious. Why can't men last long during sex? Like, I know stamina changes from person to person. I've been with men who've lasted longer than others. But sometimes the same guy could last really long one day and be done in like a minute the next time we get together. My BF now used to finish really, really quick. But the longer we've been together, the longer he's been lasting. What do y'all do to change that? How does that work? I know y'all don't normally talk sex, but I'm really curious, so please answer this one. And I know you saw this, Reggie. Uh, she wants your, sound like she wants your answer, she so you the, the floor is yours, fam. Hmm. Yeah, I was doing all that talking shit about us reading through the messages. Right. <laughs> they, they were, yo, they really listen to everything that we say. That's funny. She said, uh, P.S., don't give me one of those ugly names y'all be picking. Call me Peach. I'm from GSU. <laughs> Shout out to you, Peach. Shout out to Peach. She's funny, though. Let's go. All right, so, fellas, let's break this one down. She said, uh, why can't men last long during sex? That's shit. Uh, There's a lot of different reasons. I was just going to say practice. She wanted, like, like she said, at the beginning or something like that, he, like, he was. But he's going backwards. But not, what, it's getting shorter? Oh no no no! no he's, right. he was right. he's he's uh he got better. He's lasting longer yeah, now. It's practice. It's, it's just like anything else. When you get good at it, you practice it, you master it. It's it, called. It don't always mean that you're getting better at it. You know, it could be something. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he lasted longer, so I mean, I would say practice is the reason of that. You know what I mean? Um, chemistry. You know, y'all learning each other's body, getting comfortable with it. Um, as far as the on and off thing, sometimes stamina got to do with like your your mental state. You feel me? If you're not mentally in it 
it don't matter that you just got you know butt ass nigga you might not be ready for like a, a real championship fight you know what i'm saying health sometimes water sometimes health nigga, yeah, i was about to say niggas don't drink water <laughs> A lot, nah, for real. But yeah, that shit really do come nah, down to health. health you eating your spinach, nigga. You ain't lasting long nigga. enough. There's, I mean, bro. Uh, man, if you eat like shit all the time, that shit might, you know, what that shit affects you in that in that type of way. It's That's blood. I mean, technically, all an erection is is blood flow. So if your blood is not flowing right. <laughs> you're fucked. Like that's that's just what it is. So you're fucked for fucking. Sip yeah. the henny. <laughs> nah, this nigga says sip the henny. Hand dog can help. I'll say this. There's a reason why <clears throat> companies like Blue Chew and Cialis and all these fucking companies are making so much money off these young ass people in their 20s. Like I know people who are who were in their early 20s who we're getting like honey packs and blue chews and 20s. shit like that for every time they were about to have sex with a woman. Problematic because that should be like occasional, I would think. But then again, even even occasional is a problem what, to me. For I was, some people, I shouldn't say that. So let me correct that. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's a mixture of our diets. It's a mixture of how you feel about a woman. Because another thing, she mentioned how her and her dude in the beginning, he used to like it. Used to be a lot shorter. Now he can last longer. There's also a thing about the back shot. Air if change. a guy, that's sick. I'm You're kidding. sick. I'm kidding. I'm not talking about you, Peach. I Whoa. promise. I promise. That's crazy. I promise. I think we also forget that men have feelings, bro. Like if it's a girl you really like are into and shit like that, you probably are gonna last a lot shorter off of just the idea, the the stress, yeah. the the thought yeah. of like, oh fuck, I ain't do it yet. Like yeah. this is brand new. Think about how many niggas ruined their life over new pussy. How many niggas Bruh. do you know have ruined everything that they got going on over just box that they haven't had yet? Rest in peace. Ain't no ain't no pussy like that dry hump pussy. Ain't no pussy like that dry hump pussy. <laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> um when a nigga ain't had it yet, that shit is different, man. I niggas. also think that sometimes um it could be the the other way around like they try to last longer for you on purpose so like they're practicing like they're masturbating before they're having sex and now it's making it like taking longer for them to come and shout out like to that. pre-baiting pre-game, yeah so pre-game, shout out yeah or or what was that the edging or edging. whatever so sometimes they're trying to last longer because they feel like they were coming too much like too fast and so now they're like overcompensating and trying to last longer which sometimes we don't want that because now we we want to go to bed but now you want to <laughs> last longer <laughs> that's, that's fucking funny i got like a quick question i guess for y'all males right do you ever find yourself lasting longer in box that you just don't like yeah i have yeah the word i'll say this if it if 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 i'm not too happy about the situation i'm in like let's say it's a situation where there's a there's a girl where she cool and all but i really could be doing other things right now other than this i feel like i can go forever (laughs) like it really don't matter what's happening I'm still here. Like there's there's nothing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when I become Thanos. Like I just, like at some point you just <laughs> you're standing at the edge of the bed looking down at her and you be like, "Look at you." <laughs> All these decisions and led you where? Right to me. 
Because I could be like, I think the best performances I've had is when I could just, I don't, I could give a fuck whether like whether I do this or not, because I think that that um, disassociation where you're not in the moment and you don't feel any type of like pressure, you don't feel any type of like overwhelming whether it be happiness or you're not that into her or whatever you just cool like I'm, I'm chilling now i think it's just different the boy be clapping them cheeks and tweeting at the same time <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's really wild the difference between a woman that you're really really into or box that you're really really into or and a situation where it's like i'm just waiting for this to get done so she can leave right and yeah. then what I always thought was it was like I always felt like women who use toys like uh, more often, like it's a lot harder to make them like come like like they last longer. I'm not saying it's hard to make them come, but they like last longer than usual because they always using them damn toys, bro. Like they <laughs> nah, their sensitivity. I mean, nah, everybody's body is different, so I don't want to yeah, say that. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that because I feel like we wouldn't even know. Like as a dude, right? Hypothetically, if I don't know this girl like that. To know that she even be using one like that, how would I even know? Nah, nah I think he was speaking. I, I just feel like, like, yeah. like when you pleasure yourself and you keep pleasuring yourself a lot, it's like it's like you become immune to things, like like you same yeah, way sure. in, in regular life. And I think when you do something too much, then you you kind of become like you get that boredom. So well, they do like, say that about men. They say that men who overly masturbate can't keep it up. Like there's a there's a correlation between that and erectile dysfunction. There's a point where at some point you just are, it's two things. One, you come extremely fast and two, it's hard to maintain an erection. So you just like all fucked up. So that they, they do warn against that. And also I, th- I guess that's the overuse of porn too. Cause at that point you'll have like expectations almost. messed up mm-hmm. expectations in your head, uh, ideas that are not even realistic as far as like whether it be women's bodies or even just the, the way that things should be happening in general are just not realistic. But I think if you're talking about like what do men do to last longer, things that men could do other than, of course, the, the basics of like things that would generate like better blood flow, health and stuff like that. Niggas do everything from thinking like sometimes you'll just m- mentally go somewhere else. Eat the pussy. Think, uh, <laughs> think a fucking sheep. <laughs> that nigga said, "You gotta take the break. Take the break. Hey, eat man, the pussy. Take look, the break. Eat the pussy. <laughs> take a break." Man, it's like, bro, get some good box, bro. You, you gotta, gotta take, take the break. break eat that, get, get, get <laughs> like, come on, bro. I was always against eating pussy till you get into that predicament. Like, damn, this gotta shit eat fu- the pussy now. <laughs> 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 damn, gotta eat the pussy now. That's fucking hilarious. Now nah, that's real shit. You got you. Gotta you know take that break, go down there, come back up. You like, all right, bet, bet, we lit, we lit, we lit. The sense could also like start getting boring if it start routine. Like y'all, y'all doing missionary, and then you guys like move a little bit, and you know what's next. Like you know it's backshots next. So now everybody's like, you know, getting into position because you know what's <laughs> right, next. That's true. She and getting into that, position before he put her in position. Yeah, yeah. So if it could be getting a little boring, you know, mix it up, do something. But else. maybe is that a bad thing? We don't even know if she dislikes the fact that he lasts longer. I think she just want to know how he's lasting longer. Like what changed? Because it might not be that she. It doesn't say that she disliked any of it. It sounds like she was more curious as like, what do men do to change it? Like Cons- consistency is key, though. So I think like when you say years in, 
years in, he used to your body now, so he don't, you know, he probably know what to do to get you right and how to, you know, handle handle business like he been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's he's taking longer, and sometimes men think that we want them to last longer, and now we're just sitting there for like 45 minutes because you haven't come and I'm just now I'm bored and everything is just taking too long like this should have been over minute like now that's a fact and that's a conversation that's different too that's a different way to look at it how how, like sex has a time limit like I don't go into sex thinking like all right, well, it's about 11.45. Right. Let me make sure this shit wrapped up by 12. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's a time <laughs> limit, but I'll say this. I feel like if a lot of that ends up happening, it's because you got two motherfuckers that aren't doing the same job at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, you got two people who don't know each other's bodies or are not in tune. So at that point, somebody either... It's one of two things. Either one, the dude is lasting too long meaning that whatever she was waiting for to happen clearly has not happened and is not about to happen or the other way he's lasting too short meaning that he can't last even long enough to get it done in the first place so it's one you know what i'm saying like at that point y'all just not aligned at all i I don't know that's not a time limit feels like that but like it's always crazy when you first start talking to a girl and y'all start like fooling around it's like y'all, y'all can sit there and have sex for hours and hours and like three, four times. But then when y'all be like long term and you start to like go maybe a year or two years in, that two hours and three hours shit don't last no more. Now it's like shit ain't like that. Yeah, no like more. twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying? But then I, again, y'all I, should know each other I, by then. It I shouldn't take you, that long right. either. It, y'all That's should know right. how to get each other right faster. So I see what you're saying too. I mean, and nah, it ain't like so it's productivity like, too. Like, it's, like, it's like a party. Like you want. It, you want to have fun at the party, but if the party's going on too long, okay, it's time for me to go home. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm but as far as like, I guess just things that men do to in order to last longer. We said health. We said uh, di- like mentally, kind of go somewhere else. Right. I remember when I was younger. When I was younger, I would think of like the wildest shit. I'll like replay a TV show in my head. Bro, I'll do whatever just to highlights. not be. Yeah, it, basketball highlights. It could be anything to just not be in the moment and just be mentally elsewhere. <laughs> that shit work. Or like tequila. I was gonna say substances is another thing that people do, but there's also a thing where cheating. You. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, ooh. The more I'll I'll say this for myself. The more active I was, the longer I was able to to last in general. But if I wasn't like, let's say I went through a long period of time where I wasn't doing anything, then it's back to square one. But I feel like that's an interesting thing that you put in perspective because when when you start talking that way, it it conflicts with that whole idea that some some women may have where they're like, oh, why y'all gotta have you know. Talk to multiple women, do X, Y, and Z, da, 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 da. But I remember me being a guy who, if I'm talking to, like, just one girl and I haven't talked to anybody else for, like, a certain amount of months or whatever, the first time me and that girl get it in, it, man, that round one is garbage. That's what I'm saying. Because I'm coming coming off the bench. I'm coming off the bench after, like, six months of injury, like... Yeah, that first round out of here, bro. Yeah, especially it's if over. you didn't pre especially if you ain't pre game, that's typical common against men who haven't, you know, been active in a long time. That's yeah, that's well, I have you know what I'm saying? that first round, bro. I'm thinking about that shit to the next time. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, you gotta redeem yourself, nigga. I'm like Rocky when it comes to that shit. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> that nigga say you got a grudge. But no, that shit that should be real though. Sometimes that shit hits your ego and you and especially in a situation where 
this is you establishing a situation with a woman like this isn't your girl or nothing this is somebody who you're just now establishing whatever the hell y'all got going on you don't want her thinking that this is just a regular night from you like right this is an anomaly bitch like <laughs> this is not normal this is this is asinine it was cold, it was cold that night was cold. <laughs> this was asinine but yeah man i hope we answered that question i hope we answered that curiosity there's a lot of different shit that men could do um it Say just no depends to drugs, kids. yeah if you if you doing all of that like sipping lean and doing all that like bullshit anything that fucks up your heart rate and fucks up like the way that your blood circulates is gonna mess you up bro right. any and everything that messes up your blood circulation will mess up your sex game nothing's worse than a situation where you like about to um sleep with a girl and then all of a sudden you just like not into it you can't get hard or nothing and that like moment right there before you like about to start, but you really don't want to start. So you trying to like arouse yourself and shit like that. That's just that's, awkward as hell. That's bro. a real story. Yo, yep. That shit awkward as hell, for real. Yep. Especially especially when it's one of them situations where you like, bro, if I don't cash this in today, this ain't gonna happen. It's over. <laughs> Cause that's the thing. Women are temperamental with it, bro. A woman could be out talking all types of crazy about how much she wants you and this and that and da 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 da. If it don't happen exactly today when she want it, that shit's over, bro. That shit is over. <laughs> and it's never the day where she in that fucking sexy ass dress and shit, and she out the club and shit like that. She was gonna fuck you on the day when she wearing sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> now you try. Now you trying to remember how she usually looked. Damn, I'm not about to fuck that shit either. First of all, that's messed up. It's the truth though. I can't now wear you, sweatpants now. I'm just. I'm just saying. No, no shame here, saying, bro. Niggas gonna take it in whatever you wearing. Clearly, you gonna take it. Niggas wanna fuck Sasha Fierce, but niggas cl- do not want me. <laughs> but no, nah, that that, that shit nah, is crazy because sometimes you gotta make it work, and you're trying to do this thing where you're like, okay, if I don't impress tonight, the door is closed forever. Plus, I don't know what she gonna tell her friends because you gotta you gotta worry about that then yeah. too. Yeah. And now you out here, all in your head. Fighting yourself, trying to stuff the noodle in the condom. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! The worst. You yeah, ever had yeah. to hit a hit a? You ever had to hit a bitch with the noodle before, bro? bro? You, had, you think you ever got to try another condom because you couldn't get the shit off? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, like that thing. I was this one. Yo, you in the bathroom? You in the bathroom arguing? And you like, come on, dog, do do this to me. That, I got that, one more. Hey, that, my nigga, what you doing? That nigga answer you back and be like, not today, not bro. Today. <laughs> I'm not feeling that. Pathetic. That shit. Man. Think they only go through shit. We go through shit too. And, and, that shit is so And women so don't, funny, won't be dog. trying to help your ass out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some, oh, yeah. You know what? Some will. There are troopers out there. Shout out to you But you can't expect a motherfucker I, to help you out on night one, though. No, that I get. So I'm just, talking, I'm just talking shit, having fun. But I'm saying... In the grand scheme of things, even then, you have a routine partner. You might have one of them nights that's not your best game. That could happen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. That shit could get bad. That shit could get bad real fast. <laughs> Say no to drugs and eat your fruits, man. That's what I'm yeah. telling you, fam. Yeah. Drink water and shit. Don't be taking all them honey don't, packs don't and be taking all them and shit. You're going to have to specify drugs because there's been drugs here. I'm talking about per- here. I'm talking about niggas percolating and, and right. shit. Like okay. You specify Molly, the drugs. Molly ate in this shit. Perk thirty. <laughs> perk thirty. I just popped a perk thirty. Perk mm. ten. I just popped a perk ten. <laughs> I just popped two perk thirties. 
By the way, nobody on this podcast popped any fucking perks. Yeah, we, we chilling. Yeah, we not. We, we not chilling, with that bro. Shit. We drinking water and shit. But yeah, shout out to Peach Shout out to Georgia Shout out to GSU Thank you for sending in that uh, listener letter Oh man Before we jump into the next listener letter Y'all already know what time it is One last record Let's get to it (laughs) Yeah Yeah Check this out right Yeah What's up We doing this shit for all the ladies out there right Come on We want y'all to listen closely to what we got to say Let's go. My nigga Big Sam, bitch. Yeah. Days Radio. She probably get on four and fuck the crew. Down south, up north, be the same ass bitches. Man locked up, her mama watching the children. Talking about my neck, my back. Bitch, you better learn how to chop rocks if you wanna get with crack. Uh, I've been in love once, Lisa thought that. Till I fucked around and hit a roll back. Got burnt, now you figured the rest. Dick hurt like a pissing baguette. Now I'm living depressed. And known better than to trust the hoe. Especially, she wanna know how much dough you hold. Cause they ain't too many real bitches. If you got one, hold on. Don't wanna be nobody's real ticket. And you know it don't mean shit to me. Cause you know, bitches ain't shit to me. Why? Play no games, You already know my name, yeah. Freaky deaky, cause it ain't no thing, yeah. But it's the mama the problem. You see the problem with them buster ass niggas you've been fucking with. Always watching shit, but never taught you shit. Did he ever tell you some things that a player did? That made you where the life was more than the hell did. The hell did. Boy, I tell you, that's the deal with them real niggas. And stay far away from fuck niggas. Don't be a sucker, hell at least not for nothing. No, this sucking the fucking fuck. A bitch better have something. I need something that's compatible. Not nothing young and dumb. I'm full of cover, what is edible? I bet you she's ain't really here to play no games, uh, you already know my name, yeah, freaky geeky cause it ain't no thing, yeah, I ain't really here to play no games, uh, you already know my name, yeah, freaky geeky cause it ain't no thing, yeah. Yeah, freaky geeky cause it ain't no thing, yeah I 
right, jumping into the next listener letter. Okay, this one's a little different. Dear Reggie Days Radio, I'm so glad you guys are back. I've been a listener for about three years now. I love your show. If you guys could snap your fingers today and make it so that your bills and responsibilities are all covered for the rest of your life, what would you want to do with the remaining time? Greetings, peace, and love from Germany. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Um, that's a really good one. Um, you want to go? <clears throat> Let's go around the room. Let's go around the room. Where we start? So uh, one one more time. One more just time. Yeah, yeah. One bring more time. it back up one time. If you guys could snap your fingers today and make it so that your bills and responsibilities are all covered for the rest of your life, what would you want to do with the remainder of your time? I mean, I just go first. I guess I would probably spend money on food, bro. I'd be eating all the time, <laughs> going out to well, restaurants. That's already covered. Okay, like what would you, technically, yeah, what, 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 would you what would you do, do with, with, spare the, time? With, with the rest of your time? Because you don't, now you don't got to work. So what do you do now? Travel. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's spend quality time. Eat. Yeah, I would say that. I would say the same thing. I would definitely be traveling, just getting into I don't know nerdy stuff. I if I had that much time on my hands, I'm gonna be doing bird watching, whale watching, all types of <laughs> all types of stuff. all types of nature Hobbies, shit. No funny shit. Yeah. Hikes and shit, anything nature related and and adventure related. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, I don't know. I I feel like I do everything that I would like to do. I mean, I'm a craft. I'm a crafter. I like um, finding other like hobbies, random things to do other than the club. Um, shit. Comedy shows. Um, so just entertainment, just to keep myself entertained. Yep. That's a good that's a good one. Definitely entertaining because Ooh, I mean, I'd probably use some of that energy to to start the fires for my ops. <laughs> <laughs> you put more energy I, in Yeah, I'd have the I'd have more energy to do it, so I'd just I'd probably start some fires here and there. She gonna start fucking forest fires so, on y'all ass. It's a lot of niggas that need to be happy right now that you got a job. <laughs> <laughs> Count your days, Kings. That's crazy. Um for me, I feel like I would uh, do a lot when it comes to music. I feel like I'd spend so much more time kind of diving back into crafting and, and, and producing and things of that nature. I feel like, you know, I would I'd want to go back to school, but I would want to go back to school for art and design. And um, I would want to study things uh, as far as like I would want an apprenticeship for fashion, though. Because I always wanted to kind of make handmade pieces and things of that nature, whether it be like, uh, you know, bags, shoes, clothing. Uh, I always wanted to be able to, like, sew things, create things from hand and things of that nature. And I feel like going to the right art and design school would be able to give me the skills that I would need to be able to kind of, like, focus more in on, on that type of stuff. I feel like all of the outlets, honestly, that I would I would dive headfirst into like I would probably get back on stage and and you know devote a lot of time to that. Um it'd be a lot. I feel like I would get so much done if I had just that much yeah. free reign of my life to be able to really just kind of let loose in all directions. Yeah, I don't know. I I think people would hate me, bro, cuz I'd be walking around like I'm Jesus and shit, you know? <laughs> Popping up at niggas houses random and shit. Hey, how are you doing today? All <laughs> chef want all chef want to do is walk around you and walk eat. Around, just walk around. Yeah. Would you like to share bread? <laughs> I have brought wine. 
But no, nah, that's a good question that's, though. That was good. That was definitely a good question. Shouts sure. out. Shouts. Oh, we didn't even give him a yeah, name. Germany. Shout out to it was somebody from Germany. Was yeah, a, from a Germany. Male. Yeah. G Money. Shouts out to G Money. Shout from out Germany. to G Money from Germany. Gangster. All right, and the final listener letter. <clears throat> Damn, this one is long. Okay. This is a this is a guy from Arizona. Let's go ahead and uh, get a name. Ice T. See, this is why Shorty ain't want us to name her. <laughs> Ice T is a fucked up name. Arizona Ice T. Oh. Oh, okay. Ah, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch it. I didn't do the science. Um, because you didn't have enough time. Ginseng. Right. Ginseng. Right. See, if I ain't have bills, I would have caught that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that. That was good. Um, <laughs> my bills didn't say April Fools today. I'm upset. <laughs> that, yo, that would be great. Imagine like April Fools hit and they'd be like, "You ain't got to pay rent." Shit. Mm-hmm. But that would hurt when they come back on the second and be like, no, that was April Fool's. Nah, <laughs> I got the screenshot, bitch. <laughs> I got the screenshot. All right, so dear Reggie Days Radio, we're not we're not sticking with Ice T, are we? Are we? Are we nah, ready? we gotta do. Wait, the rapper Ice T. What was his real first name? Ice T. Let's let's call him Malcolm. Malcolm. Okay, let's do Malcolm. Dear Reggie Days Radio, what's up, guys? I'm a cross-country truck driver, and I've been listening to your show for about three months now. I'm definitely a fan. Uh, talking to my radio like I'm sitting with you guys helps me make these trips feel a heck of a lot shorter. Big shouts out to that. Facts, man. That's what's up. Be That's love. Be safe out there, because I've been seeing a lot of crazy shit with truckers lately, so definitely be safe going across the country. Yeah, be safe, bro. Um... I have a question about expectations. I've been dating my girl for almost two years now. I don't have any kids of my own, but she has two kids, and they pretty much feel like mine now that we're in a serious relationship. We have a nine-year-old girl and a six-year-old boy. Ever since I met her, she always has had a love for music. Last year, she begged her mom repeatedly for a keyboard so that she could learn to play the piano. Her mom couldn't afford it originally, but once I got my CDL, and got on the road, I saved up and got her the best keyboard available at our local music store. She was happy, and it was a moment that really solidified our new family. She would stay up all night working on it as much as she could. Fast forward to two months later, and she never even looks at it. The subscription we paid for learning software, she never logs in anymore. Now, she pretty much uses it as a coaster and sits things on it. I tried to talk to my girl about it, and she said it's normal for kids to gain and lose interest and that she doesn't want her daughter to ever feel like she's being forced to do anything. She hates, uh, or no, she hated when her parents would try to get her to continue things that she would quit when she was younger and doesn't want our daughter to resent her when she's older the way that she resents her parents. I agree to a certain extent, but I feel like there should be some sort of encouragement to see things through. See, I love my girl to death, but she's a quitter. She's someone who at the first sign of inconvenience, she quits any and everything. It's something that she's very sensitive about. And instead of parenting in a way to help her daughter avoid following that path, I feel like she sees herself in her and encourages that lack of willpower. I feel powerless because I support them in most ways, of course. But whenever 
we disagree. She reminds me that the kids are hers and not mine. Ooh, that's nasty. And I got to respect that boundary. I want to help, but I just feel powerless. It looks like history is about to repeat itself. I love this little girl as if she was my own. I just want to be a great father and help her avoid these things. What do you guys think I should do? What do you guys think we should do? Love from Arizona. So when he bought the keyboard, it, it was for the daughter or for the for the, the daughter. The daughter. Okay. I think he done fucked up. First of all, for getting like the best keyboard. You don't even know if she has a passion for keyboarding. She just said that she wanted a keyboard and instead of, you know, I feel like she he should have gave her like a a little play one or like a little trial or something. Like something a little less expensive. Yeah. And something from like Walmart. Yes. He didn't have to he didn't have to go above and beyond and that's that's great, but when you do something for someone you can't expect uh, like you can't have an expectation behind it. You're not wrong, but if you're playing like a parental role, I think it's fair to have some type of expectation, even if it's not your kid, because if you're playing a parental role, you're kind of playing, you are playing their parent to some degree, I would think. So I think it's okay to want uh, uh, not a standard, but some type of expectation. I bought you this. Forget the money involved, just the, the, the effort. Like, I see what homie's saying. You know what I mean? I think it's I think it's the why. I agree with both of you guys, but I think what differentiates between whether you're doing it for the right reasons or wrong reasons is the why. So there's the first question I would ask myself if I were him is why do I feel like something should be said? Do I feel like something should be said because she is no longer using this expensive thing that I purchased her? Or do I feel like something should be said because I'm seeing that this is setting her up for a path that I already watched my, my wife deal with now or my girlfriend or whatever they are deal with now. Cause I think there's two different reasons. Like Sorak is definitely right. You can't just cause you bought a kid something doesn't mean mm -hmm. that there should be this expectation of, I better see you using it. I better see you this and that a gift right. is a gift. That, right. So that gotta be nipped in the bud immediately. But there is a thing as a parent that you, you do need to cultivate healthy habits in a child. And if I see that there is a, a weird habit of like a kid quitting everything, and especially it's, it seems like this is something that his girl was dealing with before this situation, because he said this is a sensitive spot for her. Mm -hmm. This is something he spoke about this and that. I've known people like that. I, I don't know if y'all ever met somebody who just fucking quits. They just quit every fucking thing. Yep. Me. They can't. That's going to be a problem later on that you could help the child not to form that bad habit earlier if you could just give them some tools. That doesn't mean keep them hostage, but there's like a healthy medium of like helping a child grow discipline-wise before they're a fully formed adult and stuck in a certain way. Encouragement, yeah. Like he's like you ever felt like at, at like as a young age, like if my parent had supplied me with a certain tool that maybe you would have like excelled in it or been a lot more interested in it. And I look at it from his standpoint, like if you see someone you love, like, and you see like maybe it might be something that might trigger a passion within them, of course you, you're gonna try to go all the way out. That's no different than like a man to a woman. If you see like, you know, your girl, she really want uh, 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 some ear pods or something like that and 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 she, you know, discusses, oh, I need ear pods because it is, because it work and da 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 
and you see that and you thinking like man you know i know she really want them ear pods but you go get her some cordless headphones like even though it's just it's still headphones she's not going to appreciate it in the same way you know what i'm saying you're not going to get the same reaction her passion for it is not going to be the same like okay i could use these but they don't really benefit me as much as the ear pods would benefit me so i think him being a like a loving parent his thing was just to like you know what maybe this might be the one thing she doesn't quit let me go get her the the the, the real shebang and and see how it goes and i think he just like kind of took a leap of faith and now that she doesn't play it i mean from from my perspective it's kind of crazy because kids that happens with most younger kids it yeah, don't matter of what it is and it's funny because even if he decides it, it's always when you take it away where now they want to be like oh where's my keyboard and that, 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 <laughs> which is the funny part you know what i mean but like so i can get it it's probably very like touchy and sensitive on like what he should do about it yeah i think um it's it's all about the approach and it's all about the biggest thing is why because if you keep the why clear right don't be that dude that you know, is is harping on. I spent X amount of money. I need right. you to do the X, <clears throat> Y, and Z. If you're doing this to really cultivate a great attitude in the child, then your approach should be based off of the why. Agreed. So Agreed. hypothetically, let's say you um, want her to continue because you <laughs> want her to understand that whatever trouble that she bumped into, you want her to share that with you. Don't just quit. Come to well, me. Hey, tell, like, ask, ask the kid, like, so what made you not want to do this anymore? Because it might actually be a reason. What if? Did he pay for like classes, like a like a extracurricular activity? Because if if the child had an extracurricular activity, they would have no choice but to use the keyboard. He mentioned mm-hmm. that they they had a a thing that a he soft, paid for. I saw a software. A software. He mentioned a software. I don't know about the extracurricular thing. Because I mean, if if he did care about um Hire her a tutor? and stuff like that, getting a tutor or having like a, a, a keyboard class or something, mm. then they would have no choice but to practice on the keyboard. Now, but if you just, uh-huh. I got a question. No, no, no. What if she, what if she does like it? But just like kids, because kids do this. I used to do this. Let's tweak the letter, right? Because let's say hypothetically he did do that, and the kid, for some reason, is just like I'm not going to practice anymore, or I just don't want to do it. I don't feel like doing it. How do you approach that? Like, as the parent, what do you say? Um, well, me, I, I wouldn't see a problem if that's just not their passion anymore. Um, and then on top of that, that, that would be a decision that you would have to make with the mother and the mother doesn't seem to really like support what he's trying to do or if that's what is, that's what he's trying to do because we still don't know the why, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If. You know so, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I just say, you know what the dark side would, would be would feel like? You little step son of a bitch. Goddamn, I just, <laughs> I just bought classes, keyboard, man. Motherfucking $20,000 down the goddamn drain. You ain't even my goddamn child. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed like a motherfucker. You gonna play the goddamn keyboard, goddamn. Man, I think, um, I remember being a kid. There were there were things that I picked up and I quit. That And I remember my mom coming to me and talking to me about it like okay well what makes you not want to do this anymore my mom would either a offer solutions or b she'll be like okay if you like let's say i genuinely don't like it i don't want to do it anymore she would talk to me about okay let's dig deeper into that like why don't you like it what don't you want about it 
and I'll tell her, like, let's say I just don't feel like it's for me or this or that. My mom always said that we don't quit, we end. So what she would tell me is, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Let's say it's a karate class, right? Um, or, yeah, karate. Let's say it's a karate class. She would tell me, she was like, okay, so we paid for the semester. Here's what we're going to do. Keep going for now. At the end of the semester, we don't have to re-up. We're not going to pay for the uh, thing. You're not going to continue this and that. But learn what you can from this. And what my mom always taught me was this thing called transferred learning. She's like, this may not be something that's going to apply to your future. This might be something that you may not you know, ever want to do again. But the fact that you have access to this thing and you're here, play around with the basics. Get what you can. We'll talk about it later. You don't ever have to do this again. Thank you for telling me. And as a kid, even I understood because that was instilled in me in a younger age where it was like even things that I may not like, I can take things from this and I can learn things from this that I can apply to something in the future. But I'm just not going to continue it. There's healthy quitting habits that you could teach a child, but it just depends on how you impart those healthy habits to the kid. It takes a lot of a lot of talking. A lot of conversations, a lot of asking questions over and over again. But but the biggest thing is creating an environment where two things. The kid feels close enough to you where they'll actually tell you how they really feel. Yeah. And the kid feels like they're cared for in that moment. Because if, if a kid feels like you are like you're walking with them, you're not yanking them somewhere. Yeah. You're not doing if they can really if you can really impart that with them that okay, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna do this for you so that you don't have to do this anymore. But let's just do this small thing. Then Shout you should moms, be able yeah. to yeah. Shout yeah. out to moms. Yeah, hand yeah. clap on that. Shout out to yeah. moms we can add them hang Yo, that's a that's a good one. I'm Shout not gonna lie, like I might have to use mom quote like for a lot sure. of different things, man. Especially when it comes to parenting, coaching, sure. all that type of stuff. Like, we don't quit, we end, and that's yeah. fire, that's, bro. That's shout out to moms that, for that one. Yeah. yeah. Semantics. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That one's a good one. I was just gonna say, since homies married and everything like that. Okay, well, since the wife seems to. Did he say but, he was married? No, nah, they're not married. They're, they're dating. Oh, excuse me. Then my pop. I thought I heard you say his wife. So my no, no. I, I I made a mistake earlier, but no. In the letter, he said that they're together now. He said that after the the purchase, he felt like that really solidified their family. And I see. I got you. Though. So I don't think they're married. I oh. just think they're dating and living together. Fair enough. I was just gonna say, well, then two things, and you probably already tried it, but one approaching approaching shorty which just sounds like you already done did that but like you know maybe approaching her differently and asking her how she feel about allowing you to cook with her child by cook i mean like yo would you allow me to like try to lead i'm not trying to pull strings from this kid but i do want to challenge your kid to be better i know what you had in your experience and everything like that pretty much kind of ask if that's okay see get a gauge of what she thinks about that you kind of already know but maybe approach it in a different way maybe and one or two things you're gonna know if you should kind of fall back and back off because if you want to stay with her ultimately that's going to lead to something like worse possibly in your relationship if because y'all gonna keep having a battle and when a girl got like trauma or something from the past that she's dealing with you know what i'm saying that could lead to her feeling like you disrespecting her crossing boundaries with her life and her kid and it could get messy so that 
I would try finding out, getting information from that to see how you should move forward and then decide, make a sound decision on what you want to do or approach the, the kid and like see how, you know, how comfortable the kid is with you. Do they trust you enough to where y'all could keep it player between y'all as far as trying to lead the kid into not quitting? Like, however you go about it, where mommy may be not involved, where like, I wouldn't you, play I, that game. I, again, I'm not saying that that's what you should do, but I think it's not your kid. It's it's, it's really not your kid. That's and, why, I, and y'all not married, so it's, it's really not, not your, your kid, kid. And you're not married, and you're right. But I'm saying again, we don't know how the little girl loves him. So I'm saying if she like really view you like close to like a dad, then it could be a safe space. But you could find out by how you approach it. But that's you don't still got a violation, over, though. It. You, you, if she told you not to do that, if, you have to go through the parent. Like she, 100%, already, they had I, the conversation. And she said, "No, you going and doing that, you might have good intentions, right? You might even, you might even save the child from becoming just like the mother, but you still violated." You're, you're right about that, and it's a, it's a thin line. So I'm not saying straight violate your partner, but I'm saying like. But I'm do, saying what you're telling them to do is a violation. It, it could be. All I'm saying is, to, to me, sometimes you do got to push the envelope just to see, and sometimes it could work. You could push the envelope without being disrespectful sometimes. Uh, but with kids, I mean, with it, kids it gets tricky, but I, I know somewhere to somebody what I'm saying makes sense. It you know makes sense in the, in the idea of, you know, people, you can mean well and do dumb shit. Like, that might not necessarily that, be dumb, That though. means well. But here's the thing. If I tell you, let's make it something smaller right i tell you i don't want my child going to the park yeah and you take and you park. take my child to the park even if like oh uh, i want them to be healthy there. i want them to be whatever this and that nigga i told we communicated we had a whole conversation yeah. where i told you that i don't yeah. want this you're right the moment you choose to do that nigga the wrath that's gonna come your way, right? And I'm See, not that's me, bro. Roll the dice. I'm bringing that wrath, bro. right? But I got I, the dick, right? And <laughs> right, but roll. I'm not telling you to roll that's the true. dice, but it's it's okay to. See how the kid. I don't know the trust level you got with the kid, and if you not already see the kids is just gonna quit, then you know let them do how they do and respect the parent. But I don't think it's wrong to push the envelope without doing too much of okay maybe you don't want to quit maybe it's just you needed a little bit more encouragement and if you've already tried that homie then yes probably you should fall back or talk to the the lady to see if y'all could come up with a different approach hey because nothing wrong with wanting to a kid to want to be great and and you know i respect that i would sell that motherfucking piano for uh, in exchange for a new hobby that she liked or and just ask her what else she interested in and if it might be uh now she might be into sneakers. Go change that motherfucker keyboard for some sneakers or something or something, something different, bro. Just take that shit back. She ain't playing that shit. Go exchange it. Yeah, but you said hobby. it yourself. Even, you know, because it's only been two months. You said it yourself. As kids, there are things that we might, like, lose temporary interest in or whatever. And that don't mean we want it gone, my nigga. Like, and see, like where's, where's that's my keyboard. Yeah, where's my keyboard? Like, that's nigga, crazy. She ain't Alicia but Keys. That, <laughs> and that's how you find out or what I'm saying or, or whatever. Which you, the only yeah, way you get that information. The mother's back. It's, it's that's not, what I'm saying. It's not really being solely behind the mother's back. If it? y'all have, if she don't know, what are you doing, nigga? Like, you if, have to talk to the parent. If you're playing a parenting role, there's sometimes where you've have a conversation with brothers. 
stepdad that don't go to mom or 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 with mom that don't go to to dad yeah and but you're step, talking about that's from not the and that's step, not shady and, and but you're you talking about unless shady. you marry that step parent shit don't mean shit. exactly like, he's been with dating girls for two a girl years. And they that's step not kids feel like kid. my step kid, but at the end of the day, them little motherfuckers well, not my kids. I, I thought so you gotta be married. very close and very careful about how you approach situations. Cause the day you will realize is when one of them little motherfuckers say, "Nigga, you not my dad," and it crushes well, all this shit. Or you even outside of that, even outside of that, like what you're talking yeah, about is a nigga. kid, a kid going to the ass. a kid going to the stepdad, right, and asking him, like, let's say the kid comes to you and it's like, hey. This is what's going on. Da, 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 da. That's different. You going to the stepdad is different. What I'm saying is the him as a stepdad had a conversation with the mother and the mother already said what she wants for her child. You either can respect that or if you don't and you need to have that conversation, you have to have that with the adult. You go behind that adult's back and start like playing, you know. I'm the daddy, this and that, dog. That's problems. Perfect example. Perfect example. Hold on, perfect example. Sheem, name, what's one thing you don't like? Motherfuckers telling me what to do. Okay, something different, like an item, like luxury or something. Okay, that you like, say I you don't know. like. Um, I don't like the. I don't like symbols. I don't like sim- the the symbol. Um, the instruments, the symbols. I don't like them. What, what do you mean by the symbols? <laughs> Yeah, the crash. Yeah, symbols. they're they're annoying. I don't like. Okay, them. so what lying, if you had a child, right? And your child had you you and the baby mom separated, and she had a man, which would technically not really be your your child's stepdad, but, but pretty much, pretty much, right? He's so stepping in there. He comes to you and he said, "Dad, I want to play an instrument." You're like, "Hey, you can play any instrument you want, but please." Don't play the motherfucking symbols. I can't stand symbols. I don't like symbols. Blase, blase. He goes to the stepdad and say, "Hey, blah blah. I want to play stem- I want to play the symbols and blah blah blah." And the stepdad goes, "Yeah, go ahead, play the symbols. You can play them. I approve it." Now he comes back to your motherfucking house and he banging symbols and yeah, you in the motherfucking room talking about nigga. I, why the fuck you banging symbols? And I'm gonna add. Wait, wait, wait. You missed one you aspect. What, what makes it worse is you and the stepdad had a conversation. Not not you and the kid. You told the stepdad he could play anything but this. And the stepdad went and got that. Not that the kid even asked for it. The stepdad took it upon himself to go get that for the child. After you already said that's violation, bro. I I see what y'all saying. All I'm all I'm saying is it's okay to want to see if you can still encourage the kid without being overbearing. There's a way to doing that where you're not being where you're not being disrespectful. You still have to go through permission. I I agree with that. I said the first thing I said is definitely approach your lady. Now if your lady is stomped down, don't want to give it to you, like don't want to give you that opportunity, then yes, I agree. Fall back because if you do you No, that's not what you you, said. No, I'm saying I agree with that, but I'm just saying there's it's not wrong to I don't think it's wrong to see it the other way. Going against what a female wants for, for her kid. kids, it could be a fucking jelly bean. If that well, motherfucker say nigga, he me. can't have more than three jelly beans, and you sneak him a fourth, nigga. I, at that point, nigga, she concedes that all complete disrespect. Shame don't you don't respect. You know what the I biggest feel. red flag you is? You, damn near, you call her a shitty ass parent after that. Nigga. All right, so you know what the biggest red flag of this letter is? Don't the f- fact that on this, uh, hold on, because he mentioned 
da, da, da. she's very sensitive uh, way to help her daughter I support them in most ways Man. here it is I support them in most ways but whenever we disagree she reminds me that the kids are hers and not you know mine. what you that's did you know what you. boom 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 you said Stop that you said that actually take back the shit I was saying about trying to go the other way she said she says how she really feels fam stay in your lane I was throwing optimism because I, I do think I still in my own world in my own life I would think that that's okay to some degree but don't do it based on what Shorty said. If she does that, then you're going to fucking cause a blow up. But I, I do think you should try to approach her still one more time just to kind of see if y'all could approach this a different way with the kid. If would, not, fall back. I would I would say that it doesn't sound like, um, yes, you've invested a lot in this relationship and stuff like that, but it's still not as solidified as you think it is because even if i'm in a relationship two three years there's certain things my boyfriend can't tell me what to do about certain things you know what i'm saying so if she feels the need to remind you that these are not your children because you might not be here later you know so it's a lot of uh, it might not even be that by the way it might not even be that what i've noticed and you know chef could probably agree with this because he's he's dated women with children and stuff like that there are a lot of people with kids that even if you marry them there's still going to be that separation where they're going to hit you with the my kid and that's a tricky thing where like I hate to, you know, pile on because I know that that's a very popular quote unquote male podcast point where they'd be like, stay away from single mothers, stay away from single mothers. But I have ran into a lot of people and these are even friends of mine where I've talked to them about situations with their significant others. Right. Women who I know that are single mothers, that they'll meet a guy, they'll start dating a guy, they'll even marry a guy and they still treat him as if, yeah, you can be a benefactor like you can pay for our shit. You can live in the house, but you're not the father. I think they do that even with the father of the child sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I've, I've seen that with the father. Right. But I think it's even worse when you're, not, when you're not the biological father. They, yeah, like, yeah. they hang it over your head. And you need to also make sure you're not signing yourself up for heartache. You, may, you need to make yeah. sure. Because it sounds like Agreed. what it sounds like is he's in this mode where it seems like he's looking at the future. He's already talking about how this child's behavior is going to be in the future. He's talking about building habits. He's talking about, you know, I'm investing into this, that, and the third, da 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 Make sure you're not investing in a company that don't fucking want you. Agreed. There's also that, too. Agreed, because I definitely thought you were at least engaged and married with my initial advice. Repo my that bad. motherfucking keyboard, man. <laughs> Should take that bitch to the <laughs> pawn shop. You good. And I'll say this. If I'm, like... I think there's also an amount that if somebody is contributing, you can't talk to them crazy too. Like they, yeah. there's a certain type of crazy you can't talk to a nigga that's literally doing everything. Like that is kind of nuts too. Where it's like, it's one thing if you're talking about beating your kid or if he's talking about certain things, but if you're talking about superlatives, like we're talking, we're having conversations about whether the kid takes a dance class or not and this and that you throwing the, it's not your child in the face of a nigga who pays for everything and, and, and feeding y'all and this and that, like he can't do that shit. Like that's great. That that's a little, I would have that conversation of expectations as far as the future too. Like I would have questions about, okay, let's when we do get married will they be my kids or will they just kind of be my kids 
Because that's a that's a question. That's that, important. That's a question. That's he a, should, that he is a good have, question for sure. And like, also, will he, they ever be my kids? Also, but, he's a truck driver. How okay. often are you in the house? Did you just leave for a week and came back for a week? You <laughs> know, for true, like two, too. three days and saw that she didn't touch the piano for two days, and you're like, hey, I bought this. But yeah, like that is true. That goes back to the why. Is did she even quit? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. What if Bro, she didn't even quit? Yeah, if we having this talk and she ain't quit, I'm gonna be tight. <laughs> for this nigga to just take time out his day and write the letter, this shit been pondering on his mind for a while. That nigga really been. Oh, that nigga. He see the dust on that motherfucker. <laughs> she ain't playing that bitch. No, he, he talked he about. He, she, about he said she shit. uses it as a coaster. She exactly. Sits nigga, on it. Disrespectful little motherfucker. I ain't gonna lie, like. That's just like that's definitely a touchy subject, and like it is that that's hurtful, bro. Like little cat, like when a woman's like when you're doing things and you do see a kid and you do see like you're planning for the future because you, you know you love these kids and you want to see what's the best. Sometimes it's either it's even easier to love other people's kids more than your own kid, and I don't mean like just like I love them more, but in a way where it's like you almost would do more. For someone else's kid, be, due to the fact because you know it's not your kid and you 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 want to keep that bond and that connection, so you'll go kind of all the way out there for it. Um, it's tough when you get broken down to a reality where a woman is like, "Oh, well, they're not your kids." And see, I think that's a kind of a problem that was was wrong with society because that makes a lot of the men who are good men, who are father figures, who are you know role models. When they become those role models and those heroes to the kids, and you break them down by saying something like, you know, oh well, that's not, that's not, that you're not his father or blah blah blah, like that hurts. You see what I'm saying? Because sure. at the end of the day, I don't, think, I don't think it's got to be about blood. It, sometimes, <laughs> if you're a father and you're a great father, then you shouldn't have to have birthed this person to be a father or to be that person. So now you not only shaming, you kind of take that 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 power from that person, from that that man. You know what I'm saying? So, Going back to the question of why. The only reason to say something like that is one or two. Either either A, you feel like the person is actually violating, or B, you want to hurt that person. When you hit yeah. them with the those are not your like that's not your yeah. kid or whatever, this and that, that's usually a jab. Yeah. Some, that's usually a, a like backup. It's a chip to it's a chip to, you know, go ahead and use to break you down when y'all have fights. Cause you already know that's something that's gonna always work. That's gonna be a gut punch every time. And this is like a human thing, like not you know, male or female driven. People hate being wrong. Yeah. Period. Like before you even bring it into any other people hate being wrong and people have preconceived notions of how certain things work and certain things are. And especially if it's somebody who is a certain way recognizes that whatever that thing that they exhibit is wrong, but they're stuck in their way. You trying to work on the child could also be triggering the mother with certain feelings that she have internally about her feelings. Like when it comes to, Oh, I quit everything. I do this. I do that. Cause he uh, mentioned earlier, man. he was like, this is something that she struggles with. This is something that she's aware of. And it's been, it's, it's a hard thing for her and it triggers her. You even mentioning that, oh, you know, I want to do X, Y, and Z with the daughter. She might not even be taking that into consideration the way that you are. She could be looking at it as if, as if it's like a a, a negative indictment on herself. Oh, and it just made me think too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like oh, so it's fuck me, yeah. huh? So, so people yeah, can't yeah. be like this. So da 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 da. Hold on, because I know men and women who take things that way sometimes where. 
if they know that they have a problem and they know that they exhibit certain things, you trying to fix that thing in somebody else around them, they take it and start beating themselves and, up. And, and that made me think to say, if you haven't tried that already as an alternative as well, maybe try to get her out of her quitting habits as best you can. Because, I mean, you build in the future with this lady anyway, and I'm just certain you probably don't want to have a lady that has a quitting spirit and and like that you want you clearly care to want to make her better anyway hence that's why you thinking about her child so before she quit the relationship so i was that's a good one um but maybe try to do work with your girl work with her and trying to get her out of her way so it could trickle down and then she'll have that trust of letting you lead with the kid try to break down that barrier with her first if you haven't already Okay, so like what Sheem said, like first, sometimes I think we get so lost into trying to change people. What we have to start realizing sometimes, like real love is accepting the person how they are. If she's she's a quitter, and maybe that might be a characteristic of her. And if you don't like it that bad, then maybe you need to find different. But if you oh my little it, quitter, all right, right back. So sometimes you just gotta like you embrace it, and you just gotta love for what it is. And sometimes to me as a real man, you just learn to work around it or with it. It depends how you feel. But going back to how Reggie said is if you you want me to give you the treasure the stepdaddy treasure i'm about to give these every nigga on this earth i'm about to give you the treasure the stepdaddy treasure i'm about to give you niggas the treasure all right when it comes to dating a woman that has kids and you are playing the step parent role in their eyes you could be a hero but in her eyes you gotta play the villain you gotta be the bad guy she don't want to be the bad guy. She don't want to tell the kids they got to take their ass to bed. She wants you to be the bad guy. And she wants to look like the good person. So, And I'm telling you, bro, I'm t- that's what a lot of girls... They don't want to feel like their kids are They don't want to play the cop. Exactly. Their kids are showing you more love. Oh, he's so nice. Oh, we can talk to him about everything. That kind of starts that. messing up a woman's ego. You got to play the bad guy. And, and by I mean that, when I say that, like... In front of her and around her, you got to be the bad guy. And when she goes wherever she goes, that's where you might slip the nigga extra jelly bean because you can just let her know, hey, I'm only the bad guy because your mom, your mom, you know, want me to be the bad guy. Because the pop's exactly. not there, so she can't she can't hit him with the oh wait till I call your dad. That's right. you now. Yeah, exactly. You the bad. You got to be the bad guy, bro. And I, that's I'm telling you, that's the treasure. You got to play the bad guy. Be careful. You that gotta, might get your ass beat. But try it. No, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You want and and it also <laughs> sets. It also, in her eyes, it sets a certain type of dominance to where it's like, okay, you play the bad guy, you make them go to bed. I think that actually kind of carries on to a woman feeling like, okay, you know what, maybe he can handle them, maybe he can control them. Because if you're just always being nice and giving them what they want, there's going to come to a certain point where she's thinking like, oh, like... You don't you don't have them in control. You're just feeding them with gifts and everything that they want. And you're she not don't really, see you as a exactly, parent. Exactly, exactly. And you can't out when you cannot out parent a parent, bro. That is nothing worse than you out parent. Well, when it comes oh, to wow. a woman's standpoint, do not make her feel like she's less of a parent than you are. And that's it. That's it. That's the game, bro. And how often are you trying to be a parent? Like, it, if she's constantly telling you that these are not your children, how often are you attempting to make decisions for for this child without, like, her consent or trying to go around what she's trying to say and That's stuff like that? That's a good question, too. Yeah, you might have to spend the block, bro. So yeah. we get some other, um, you know, scenarios that come from, like, from what the information. Take that bit back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now I will. I wouldn't mind him hitting us back, maybe, so we could get more, a little bit more enlightenment. Because there are certain variables that, if we don't know the answer to those questions, we can't 
fully, you know, gauge on how we should give them advice. But I hope we did help, you know what I'm saying, in some of the things we were saying. Nah, most def. All of that was, was, I mean, it's a complicated situation, but I feel like we hit it from all sides. And, you know, big shouts out to you out there in Arizona. Um, thank you for reaching out to us. Hopefully we got you some sound <clears throat> advice. Yeah. You know, to, I guess, give it a big recap, you're going to have to take this piece by piece, man. You got you to gotta start with yourself and start within. Then from there, break on the outside. Start off asking yourself why. Why are you doing this? Should you even be doing this? Break down those other questions that Sirach said. Has the kid even really quit? Like, are you somebody who's in and out the house and you might not even have the full vision of what's going on in the home? Then from there, once you've gotten all those pieces in place, you got to speak to your lady again. But you got to come at her from a better angle. Mm -hmm. You got to set that environment, curate. Then from there, maybe she'll be cool with you speaking to the child. And if you do, then there's your chance. And you can't fuck that up. Go through all the little minutia, all the little details of just making sure that you address this the right way and create that environment and create that bond that you would need to be able to help that child in the ways that they might need help or they might need support. It could be, bro, I've seen people quit things for the smallest reasons. It could just be that, you know, she feels discouraged. She could have just reached something where she was like, I can't do this. I'm frustrated. I'm done. It could be something as small as like, she doesn't want to do it alone. What if, what if, you know, yeah. What if what if she does need a class like Sirach mentioned? What if she does need a tutor like Sirach mentioned? Like little things like that. Just try to get down to the emotions of the child, figure out those things, and then just build that bridge of not quitting. Yeah. But if if she does no longer want to be involved in that thing anymore, ending. And then you could even bring in, you know, what Chef talked about where, okay, well, if the next thing that she does want to get into, you can go ahead and bring that thing back, get your money back, whatever, and then have that sit on the side as a fund for when she wants to do something else. You can use that money to do the next thing. But at the end of the day, speak. You're going to have to speak. And do your best to not overreact, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, I go by the name of Reggie Days, man, and this has been yet another episode of Reggie Days Radio. Today I was joined by my right-hand man. Shame the dream. We were also joined by... S-H-E-double-F. Yeah. We were also joined by... Cass. And yeah. as a special guest, last but not least... Sirach Obama. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And later days. <laughs> Champagne toast. All my Compton bros tell me, Daddy, oh, you better take care of home before she's out of yours. You should know that I don't brag, but I gotta boast. I shower you with darling gifts, I do the most. I paint the walls, I decorate, I make your flowers grow. It ain't about who had it first, but about who hold you close. We should be vibing at home so I can kiss you from heaven. Would you laugh for me if I
if you were under oath I let you see my childhood crib, let you meet my folks And wait till everybody sleep before we do the most Took your puppy to the groomers while you at South Coast Always asking me what color you should paint your toes Girl, walk back to me so I can lick your lip gloss off She know exactly what I need, that's a female boss Oh, yeah, yeah. 